This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. What's going on, people? Chelsea 2, Alice 1. Nearly two months now. About a win. Four months since we won a game at home. Um, last away win was about two months ago. And it's going to be a heated show based on what happened behind the scenes. Because, of course, you lot didn't see it. But a lot of people are getting blamed for this downfall. But as always, people, the way that you can help us, the way that we can grow this community so more of you can have your say on the game in the live comment section and by joining us is by hitting the like button. So if you can hit the like button, we can get over 150, 200 likes. Leave down your comments in the comment section down below. That will be much appreciated. As always, the lines will be open. Uh, but before we do open the lines, I do want to give Patrick and AJ their say on the game. When then afterwards, you can join us live um, and the link will be posted. Uh, but look, I'm just coming back from the watch along. So, um, you know, frustrating to watch that nine minutes. Um, of course, to lose like that last last minute goal conceded against Sloppy from Palace. There's no other ways of putting it. But, um, you know, I'm going to have my say later on down the show. I want to give the floor to Patrick first. Patrick, 2-1 defeat against Chelsea. You did say before the game in our chat that you didn't see any other result other than a defeat because of the pass. But what did you make of the game? Horson's got to go. He's got to go. Listen, I had people actually, funny enough, saying that I, I have been overly, overly negative. I, I've said it. People who know or watch the shows from last year know I have never been a Horson fan. Yes, he kept us up. But I, I, even when he came out last year, I didn't want him to come back because I said it. Anyone could have kept us up last year. And all he has done is brought in a bunch of negative football. All he plays for is for draws. We haven't won a game since it's Burnley, right? The last win was Burnley was the last win, right? Burnley away was the yeah. last win. It's Both just November. negative, boring football. He had the chance to bring on, to bring out young players like Franca and Hamada. Today, Franca comes on. When we concede a goal, he brings on Franca. I mean, now, now he's just now he's just trolling the fan base. He's just trolling us because no problem with Schlupp coming on, but you got to make two subs. He has played the same ten players, I'm pretty sure, besides Eze for like the last four matches straight. It's been the same lineup, you know. It's been Richards, Gahey, Anderson, Mitchell, Klein, Mateta runs his backside off today. You could tell at the end of the game the guy is done. Chelsea made four subs. We made. 
one sub. Listen, man. Was it better today at parts? Yes, but he has to go. He does not play progressive football. It's boring. It's it's it saps your strength. It's depressing. I can't take it anymore. Call me what you want. I don't care what people in the chat want to say. Call me negative. Call me whatever. I cannot take Hodgson anymore. He's going to he's going to get us relegated. He's going to. But again, as you always say, this is on parishing the board one for one bringing him back and then keeping him again. But more importantly, we didn't sign any players. But at this point now, Hodgson has to go. And I don't care who takes over. I don't care if it's McCarthy, Cooper, Lopetegui. It does not matter. Roy Hodgson has to go. If not today, by Saturday. Because we are now three points off of Bluton, who have a game in hand. He has to go. I can't take it anymore. I don't know how you guys feel about it, about the negative football or the football in general. I watch it a lot, watch along with you and Hambo, D. But I'm telling you right now, I can't take it anymore. He has to walk. Mm. AJ, um, your thoughts on the situation right now? Another defeat this time against Chelsea. Um, Patrick, of course, very vocal in terms of wanting to keep Roy Hodgson at the club. But for you, would you want to keep him? First things first, just so we are clear, especially to certain people with American accents on this video, Roy out. I want him gone. I wanted him gone for a while. Like, I was done with this man for a minute. He was coming out of the media and attacking kids. It was crazy. Yeah, but but before you go on, what did it back last year? Yes or no? <laughs> Be honest. I have a caveat to that said question, that answer, Patrick. That's fair. 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 Okay, go ahead. Sorry. When Patrick Vieira was sat, on this, on this channel, I was one of the first to talk about how heartbroken and mashed up and gutted I was about that. However, I did go down the road of saying, you know what? While Roy is here, I will back him. And I put my hands up to that because I did. I was one of the first to turn around to say that also. That being said, he's at his time. He did his. He did what he needed to do for us and got us over the line at the end of the season. And he should have rolled off into the sunset. And in this context, fucked off because right now we're three points away from relegation. Right, three points. You've got the likes of Luton and Sheffield United that have all of a sudden actually know how to score goals and play at least half decent football. You've got Roy just sitting in the dugout. Do you know my missus was sitting next to me watching the game, right? And bless her. Her football knowledge is not nowhere near mine anyway. And she's sitting again, why is he sitting in the why is he just sitting there? Why is he just smiling in his chair? Like, if my missus that don't know football can clock that, what does that what message does that send to the rest of the team? What to the rest of the squad? The problem with Roy Hodgson, right, is he is reactive, not proactive. He didn't make those changes until we conceded that goal. Then on top of that, he brings on, in fact, forget who he brought on. I'm not even going to get into that because that's another set of politics. I can't even get into it. I was going to be here all night. But he made one thing. Then he brought on Franca at the 89th minute and expected us to pull something out of our asses. The man is done out here. Like, Bro, if Hodgson stays, relegation. If you think things are bad now, wait till you got to lose, what, 50 to 100 million of income per year. Then you got to be all turned up and going up, like, you know, going to places like Rotherham and Plymouth on a Wednesday and a Thursday evening and all the rest of it. Then we lose all of our, air quote, star players that are left in the team. Big man. This guy is done out here. He's done. He's too old to be working. I don't care how ages it sounds. I don't give a fuck. He needs to go. He did what he did. 
and I'm starting to really get into that element of forgetting everything he's done for us. And I'm actually starting to really dislike the man with a passion. But at the same time, this is where the chairman needs to step up and do his fucking job and turn around and say, you know what? Results aren't up here. Roy, thank you for your services. Let's keep it moving. Go and get Steve Cooper, Lobertegi, Paddy Mo I don't care, bro. We just need to change. We just need something different. Because right now, we've got all this quality on the pitch, but it's not transgressing into results. Chelsea were there for the taking today. I do not care, bro. Like Anybody that watched that game knows we could have got some, a way better result out of that. Granted, Eze had a mare. It happened. That is what is. He's bought himself credit in the bank for what he's done for us for a period of time so for thus far. But for me, bro, I'm done. I'm done. Hodgson out. Do not tell man nothing. Mm. Ran over. Now, now, yeah, look, the lines are open. I know a few people are joining in. We'll have you on um, in about a few minutes' time. Um, um, so, uh, the link is posted. I can't actually pin it. I don't know why it's not letting me pin it. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of people that wants to have to say today. Um, but, um, but yeah, look, I, I, I guess we can all say um, Hodgson out. Uh, but I just want to quickly talk about the game a bit as well because I, I know lots of people want to talk about Hodgson. Uh, I, I don't think it was a terrible performance. I think in the second half we had we had a few moments as well. Maybe this goes that back down to the manager, but you know, Eze in the second half was he a bit knackered? That was a lazy challenge from him as well. Um, Mateta. But then again, with France, I did a debate there, right? But with with, with strikers, did have we backed Hodgson enough in the summer window? Do we think Patrick in the first place? Um, does it go back down to the owners as well, as well as Hodgson? Again, we've had discussion there. It's not, it's not about that because when you back the man, he doesn't play the players. I'm tired of having the conversation. I know what you're trying to say, buddy. I really do understand what you're trying to say. But why back him when he won't play players that you buy for then, him? Then why bring him in the first place? If that's then the again. case. Then why bring him in the first place? Is that If that's the case, is that, uh, that's what I don't like. See, if you knew that was the case, point, then why bring listen, him in? Your point about the ownership, I will never um, argue with you on. All right? So we're going to talk about that. But it's, it's a moot point. They brought him in to keep us up. I get that. They brought him in. They kept him on to keep us up. We are now three points of relegation. He's not doing what they wanted him to do, right? But again, the, the issue about players is that we have players he can use. He doesn't use them. We have an academy. Use the academy players. The excuse is about injuries. I'm not having it anymore because he doesn't, he doesn't make subs. Today, again, I get bringing on Schlupp, but bring him on. For Chris Richards in the midfield, if you want to bring him on, all right, and then bring France on and put him for are you out wide? Why you or, and, and or and or take off Eze? Why are you bringing on? Um, why are you bringing on Schlupp to play wide left? Yeah, he did have a couple of good runs. I'm not, and again, I heard you on you watch on. He's a good impact sub, but to bring on one player when Chelsea, arguably the worst Chelsea side in about seven eight years, were there for the taking. We're at 1-1. They had made four subs before he brought on Schlupp. They brought on four players. Madweki came on. S Silva came on. Um, Rozier came on. They made subs. We don't make... He doesn't make active subs. The guys are flagging. Mateta has played 90 minutes like for the last, I guess, five matches again when Eduardo got injured. He doesn't make subs. He doesn't even think about, you know, let me try something different. Bring, you know, put a, a, a kid on a bench that might have some legs, might give us a little bit of a spark. He brings on France at 90 minutes 
when we're down 2-1. It's like saying to the kid, oh, I want you to fail. Get on the pitch. So again, I understand you're saying about the, the board has not backed him, but back him, why? Historically, he doesn't play new players. When we bought Mateta that first season, so is it not bigger than Hodgson then? Because if, if the board knew that he would not use the players, and that's why they brought him in because they don't have to buy players because Hodgson won't use it. No, we're talking about Hodgson, but I think the problem is bigger than Hodgson. Hodgson should go. But if Hodgson is going, there needs to be change with the ownership model because it's not working. It's not working. Yeah, but this is the point. Not only this summer, let me just quickly finish my point and then you can jump in, AJ. Not only this summer, when, remember, when Conor Gallagher went back to Chelsea that summer under Vieira, we didn't bring in another midfielder and that costs us massively. It's happened twice. It's happened a few times now that the board haven't backed the manager when they needed to back the manager. It's bigger than Hodgson. That's what I'm saying. Another man is going to come in. Cuba will come in. Lopetegui, whoever comes in, will come in. But until you solve the problems at the top, and we've seen this at a few clubs, the bigger picture in the long run, the same things will happen over and over again. And right now, we have a problem at ownership model that if Hodgson goes, that then problems are still going to be there. It's not going to change. Gee, I, understand, I, I get your point. I understand it. But, if you have an academy and you have brought in players like Ahmed and Francis, play them. Play them, have them fail, and they say to the board, you know what, I need more players. When you bring in players like Ahmed and Francis, and you have a an academy with Adam Arola, etc. Ozo, have we also Ozo play well did last where was he today? Did he come on the field? I know what you're saying, D, but he he will not play younger and new players unless he has to. That has to change. Maybe Cooper does different. Maybe Lepetegui does different. I'm not saying they will, but I'm saying we need to change because Hodgson, we know we're going to get. We're going to get a manager who is going to play a certain way, play certain players and do certain things. Maybe Lopetegui or Cooper are different. I'm not saying they will be. All I'm saying is at this point, 100%, the board, the ownership is at fault, but this manager has decided he's not going to change. And as AJ said, the comments he made about the young kids, How's that helping us? Do you know what I mean? So I know what you're saying, D, but I'm sorry. He has to go. Let's try something different. As they say, you can't do the same thing over and over again expecting the same results. That's what we're doing with Hudson. The same thing over and over again. It's not going to change. Let's try something different. Anything different. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Look, um, let us know as well what you think um, on in, in the comment section. I know there's a few people behind the scenes. But if you're enjoying the show, make sure to leave a like and subscribe, people. Let's grow the channel. Let's have more Palace fans on here, of course, having to say. If you're hodging in, hodging out. For me, I look, I honestly, you might you might think I'm crazy. I might think you're crazy, but it's a game of opinions. I'm, I'm willing to hear both sides of the story. So if you want to call in tonight as well to have your say on the matter, feel free to do so. This should be a space for all Palace fans to have their say on the game as well as the club. Because of course, I think it's bigger than the game now. It's, it's more about the club as well. But of course, we'll, you know, we'll try to talk about the game in a bit more detail as well. Let's bring on the first guest of the evening. Uh, let's bring on uh, Bollocks, who's been waiting for a while behind the scene. Bollocks, um, 2-1 defeat. Uh, to Chelsea away from home, last win, as I said, 4th of November, away from home, last home win, and back in September. Um, are you also watching out? Um, I think his last chance to lose is probably Brentford, simply because Celeste Park will go toxic uh, if he doesn't get anything there. I don't know that um, a draw is enough to have four home wins in, in a year. That, I think that includes Cups as well. 
Um, I mean, that's worse than Vieira. The Brentford team a week. They don't. That's, we're lucky that we didn't have to play against Tony twice this season. So I don't think there's any excuses there. They've got injuries, just as Chelsea had injuries, just as Brian had injuries. <clears throat> it's he's got to do. He's got. He's got to get the win. I think. Um, I'm not uh, too angry at him. I totally agree with the points that we don't make the changes. Um, we don't risk Matetta. We don't rotate. But I just can't believe how he keeps trying to save you over and over again. We went for it today. I'll give him that much. We weren't just completely going to sit in and respect Chelsea too much. But Chelsea have got that. I can't believe that. Those 13 times that we've lost him on a trot. I don't really remember them playing very well against us for, for sustained periods either. I don't know what it is about Chelsea, but anyway. Um, so Mark, very, very close to it, but I don't know if that Cooper excites me or Potter excites me. So what are we going to make? Also, sorry about the lack of light. I'm in the back of a taxi. That's fine. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Just on that point, right? And I've seen this one on social media, especially this evening. I'm hearing a lot of people say, He's got until Brentford, and then he might. We might have to make a change. Why are we waiting so long? And you obviously might have that caveat. To that. It's only because I've heard you say it like in lifetime. But why can't we not get rid of him now rather than wait for Brentford? Because by the time Brentford comes around, we could easily be sitting in that relegation zone. Um, because firstly, you know how in that in action at Parish and Co. And maybe we'll get the Americans over to formalise stuff. I don't know. That's me, sort of. Going by the previous one, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, and I think um, it's it's the, it's it's like the typical Palace way. Like he goes, "Oh, we've got a little black book. I'm ready to replace Vieira." Mm-hmm. Takes weeks, and then goes oh, after Hodgson again. I don't know what, how how so it's for him to react tonight. You said before the Freeman should have two or three names out there. Maybe that we've heard of. Maybe that we haven't heard of around global football. Mm-hmm. Going, we pull the trigger, and he walks in the next day. But that's not how Palace operates ever. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Look, um, I know you're on the back of a back of a cab, uh, so I'm gonna let you go. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna ask you, um, of course the Brentford game is massive, but based on what you saw today, um, for the 90 minutes, do you think that could be Brentford? Because they're another struggling inside. I think they lost four one today against Walker. I think they're quite up and out like the old Wimbledon sometimes when we played them. And it's the kind of game you probably want Ward. At the back post, I know I know how he's viewed on this game, but uh, you want Ward at the back post rather than Klein. Klein's always prone to letting it bounce. Klein doesn't always jump up for that last back post header. And we're going to have to put out some brutes. We have to rely on Richards in the air, Mateta in the air. I don't know. It's just going to it's going to be an ugly game of football. It was not good quality today, and the Brentford game is going to be two or three times as bad as that, I reckon. But we've got to get yeah. this one, get a win. How that happens, we've got to get that win. 100%. I agree with you as well. But look, really, really um, good to have you on and um, and hopefully you exactly. get our win because honestly, I, it feel, I don't know what win feels like at this point. Um, it's been a while. But um, yeah, exactly. get home safe. Take care. Yeah, take care, lads. Cheers. Okay, um, there's some quotes coming out from Roy's um, side of things as well that I'll read out. But if you're enjoying the show, make sure to leave a like and subscribe, people. Um, and also you can call into the show. The link is going to be posted again. Um, I can't pin it, unfortunately. I don't know why it's not letting me to pin it, but I'll post the link again. Um, so you can join us live to have your say. I'll be going through the comment section as well. Of course, there's a lot of comments, a lot of people, so I've, I can't be reading through all the comments, but I'll try to read through as much as possible. Um, so let's go and bring on Patrick next, who's a massive Roy Hodgson fan normally. And he's got that Roy's number one fan there as well. Patrick, thank you for joining us tonight. 
Chelsea 2, Palace 1. Um, how would you sum up that game, Patrick? I mean, crap, losing by another last-minute goal, penalty. Um, your Roy's biggest fan, or was. It's all your fault. You it's all your fault, Patrick. It's all your fault, so I'm going to say. It's all your Who fault. else was going to take that job, Patrick? Who else was going to take Who else was going to take that job? Look, that's on the ownership, right? Yeah, but look, we already know what I stand with those clowns, so I'm I'm leaving that alone. Um, He needs to go. I said it. I said it after the uh, what was it? The the game before uh, Brighton. Um, I said he go then. I don't know what that Liverpool. That was crap. Oh, Man Man City wasn't it? There was one guy that showed up. Yeah, Man City. There was one guy that showed up in that game. That was at least. Eze's been a shadow of himself for a minute. Um, Richards is playing out of position. They've already run Gahey and Anderson into the ground. Mitchell was playing catch up all night. To me, Chelsea should have won 4-1 in the first half. Awful. But it, there's nothing else I can say. I can't defend Roy. He's, he definitely should go. Um, that's what would Franca come on in the 90th minute? 89th yeah, minute? First minute, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Wait, After we consider go. What the hell was that gonna do? And really, it should have been worse because Jackson missed what three chances in the second half? Wide open nets. I'm not a fan of Henderson. We 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 were starting to get on Johnson, but Johnston. I'm sorry. There ain't much else to say, guys. I'm usually a big mouth for 20 minutes, and I have to apologize. But there's there's nothing to say about that. I mean, I could be on it all night about the ownership. Not going to do it because you know where I stand on it. Um, Hodson, I love him. Got to go. But who are you going to bring in? All right, Cooper's play three in the back. Still defensive. Patty Power? No, nah, I've seen that one Arsenal game was enough for me with him. So who would who would take the job? There's always somebody you can hire, but who would you bring in? Who would want the job? Would you not, would you not say that's on the owners to find the manager? I mean, there's managers all around the world, so it's on them to find someone to... Of course, we mentioned the names of Cooper, Lopetegui, etc. But there are other managers out there that we don't mention. You know, that, they, that, that it should be the responsibility to find them to make sure that, you know, they fit into what we want as a football club because you make you can make the argument Patrick and um you know that he's not using a youth place for example and that doesn't align with what we're trying to do so it's on the club to try and find that manager no and the owner right sorry about that the late um yeah but you people talk about Lapategi especially that name's popular on Twitter you know the reason he left Sevilla he was fired but they weren't spending any more money they cut the spigot off it just now cut, cut, cut catched up to that club he left Wolves. Same reason. Wolves weren't going to spend any money. So Lapetegui's not going to come to Crystal Palace unless he's desperate to get back in. And we, like Patrick says, we have players on that bench. Franca and Ole and Hamada, they're all 21 to 19 to 22. I mean, they're pacing team. I don't know how much we truly need in the transfer market. If we're, it's like Patrick said, and I don't really agree with Patrick a lot, but he's right this time. <laughs> see, see, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? And this is what I disagree on most things, like about hockey at the time. So, so here's, the, here's, the, here's the thing. Everyone's talking about who do we bring in? Steve Parrish, right? Or Dougie Friedman, or whoever the hell was in the back room, start back room at the time, was managed to convince the Eze, Elise to sign, France to sign, and various other players. You can't tell me amongst those alleged professionals, and I mean that in air quotes, I just can't be allowed bother to lift my hands right now. I'm keeping my you mouth can't, Exactly. You can't tell me these guys cannot find at least one or two half-decent managers that will play young, progressive, progressive football. For me, it's laziness. 
Because at the end of the day, the only time this club pulls its fingers out is when thing, things are dire. Because if we lost Elise for the alleged 35 million, or if we lost Eze for 40 million because he didn't sign a new deal, or if we didn't wrap up France and we ended up buying, I don't know, some bum from League One or whatever. In fact, no, that's disrespectful. Just basically no half-decent, exciting players. They knew they would have got their answers uh, master the wall on that one. So that's the only reason why they do those things. They do those things. In fact, the football that Roy is playing is very responsive in terms of what happens in the boardroom. They react. They're reactive rather than proactive. A progressive club will go and get the next up-and-coming manager. We have got the know-how, the skills, and I'll even debate, I'm convinced there's a budget there to get that done. But because they're so lazy and they want the easy way out and they're very lethargic about things, that's why we can't get a young progressive manager. There's no way you could have told me they convinced those young men to sign those deals in the past couple of months if there's not some kind of common sense or no common logic in that boardroom. It's just, for me, it's just laziness because they want the easy life. You know, it's like when you work with somebody and they don't want to do their job, but they want to get paid, they just do the bare minimum or they just do what they have to do. And then when manager shows up or when the big issues come around, all of a sudden people start looking productive and start looking like they can do things. It's the same content. is going to resign, they're high. If they think Mark Gay is going to resign, if he resigns, he's high. That I don't mean to be rude, but that I don't know how they got Elise and Eze. Well, Eze hasn't really shown anything since he signed. I mean, let's let's be real. Since that contract, he's his last few games have been awful. He got he nearly cost us last week, and that penalty, it's not smart. I don't know. He and that whole midfield, I've been saying it all year. It didn't even matter if when Lerma's healthy and Decore, they haven't meshed. No matter who plays in that midfield, uh, the passing it, it, it's been it looks good on paper. It's just not being executed. So, it, but that's just if the if the core is rotten inside, like the, the club, it filters down to the pitch, filters down on the field, filters down in the management, and now it's just rotten. Luton play with a togetherness; it's ugly. They're not getting relegated. It's us and them right now. So I don't. I mean, change the manager, but who are they going to bring? Well, that's that's the thing. Who's going to take the job? Sure, anybody well, they can appoint. They can appoint anybody. But I'm telling you right now. The first one is going to be Patty McCarthy, and second is going to be Steve Cooper. I'm telling you right now, I guarantee you when Hodgson is gone, it's either McCarthy because Cooper won't take the job, or it's going to be Cooper because Friedman and Parrish have already felt him out. They talked to him in the past. They like Steve Cooper. So you guys can talk about how you don't like Cooper all you want. I'm telling you right now, if he's available, which he is, and wants the job, which I don't know, he's going to be next manager because I know for a fact they like him a lot. So there's that. I don't think Cooper's a bad pick. Um, but I don't think he had a lot to do with the players that he bought at Nottingham Forest. But he had nothing to do with them, Pat. He had nothing to do with them. But what I'll say to him, I said in the last show, is that you got to give him credit for two things. People want to talk about his his football. He took the team that was in the bottom in the championship to the promotion club, got them promoted, and kept them up and kept yeah. them up. Now, again, the players that came in weren't all here. Some of them were, most of them weren't. So that alone to me means. To me, he's a decent manager. He would get so, Mark Gahey to Mark Gahey always speaks well of him. Always. always. And he had him at Swansea, and he had him on the under-17 World Cup team. So, yeah. yeah he would play, yeah, he yeah. Would play young He would play young players because that'll be all that is left. <laughs> yeah, um, great point. Exactly. Guys, look, I don't want to be yeah. redundant on here, and you guys get other people to uh, speak to. I'm just kind of speechless, really. Um, they really 
much else I can add to the show. Um, right, Brent, as for Brent, Brentford will be a tie. That'll be that'll be me listening to the game on the radio and through my phone because that's going to be a draw. I've been, it's not been always been a draw. It's going to be a draw. One point. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah. It's always one always one 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 yeah one of the one of the two. But it's always a t- it's always a draw. So, but it can't be in my eyes if it's a draw. Oh, to be fair, you could be gone today, but. If it's a Troy, he has to, he has to go. We have to win that game. There's nothing, nothing over there. Hopefully, he goes on his own. Hopefully, he goes on his own. Ho- hopefully, he walks away I, I on his own. I don't think so. I, I don't think so, man. I, I, I just don't see him leaving. I just don't see him leaving on his own. I Yo, listen, so. stay pensioning and cutting it no more, boy. He's gonna get that payoff for that. He'll get the payoff for that. No. Yeah, I don't think he's leaving by himself. Look, Patrick, pleasure talking to you. As Roy's number one fan, if you're saying he has to go, then there's something seriously going wrong. But um, hopefully, we'll catch up with you after the Brentford game. Definitely will. Take care, guys. All right, take care, Patrick. Patrick. Okay, there's a there's still a lot of people behind the scenes. We're gonna go through each guest uh, one by one. Uh, Fraser, uh, welcome to the show. Hodgson out. Uh, I think it's the first time calling in, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. I've been subscribed for a while now, but yeah, first time to uh, come on and talk. Yeah. Um, so talk to me about that game and Hodgson. Clearly, you're not a fan based on. um, I I, I was. I was I was a fan of Hodgson. You know, he came in last year when we needed someone to stabilise the ship. He came in, he got the players playing. They they looked like they were enjoying it under him. I was not a fan that we signed him for this this season. Um, he was always going to retire at the end of this year, and I just don't think a year was enough. Anyway, we needed someone to come in and be able to work mm. with the players that we've got. Um, I can understand their reasoning for it, but. We've left it too long now. You know what I mean? The season, you know, half of it through, we need someone to come in and do the second half right, you know. I just don't think Hodgson's the man. Mm. In terms of um, the potential manager coming in, do you care who it is? Have you got any names in mind that you would like to see maybe us go for? Cooper's been mentioned, Lopetegui as well. Or do you want us to go with a different approach rather than the usual names that, that get thrown around? I like Lopetegui. I thought he'd done well at Wolves, and I think he's got an exciting brand of football, which what he'd done at Sevilla. Um, Cooper again, yeah. I mean, I don't know whether he's ready or, or yet, but I don't mind Cooper. I wouldn't mind Cooper. Um, but my, my personal preference would be Lopetegui, but I don't know whether we'd get him or not. Mm. So in terms of today's performance, how would you sum it up then in the, the nine minutes? Of course, another le- late goal conceded and it's become a trend now. It's very frustrating because at this point, it's just, yeah, you can be unlucky at times. But I don't think it's unlucky. I just think it's sloppiness from us, the fact that we conceded all these late goals. Uh, but, you know, it wasn't, I don't think it was a terrible performance. But no. at moments, Chelsea kept possession. They got into the game a bit more. Then afterwards, we we kind of attacked them. For you, was you? How would you sum up the nine minutes that you watched from the first half to the final? I, I thought it was the first half. I thought for fifteen minutes, I thought we were we were pretty much on top. You know, we were closing down. We were higher up the pitch, which I enjoyed. I liked the fact that we were looking mm. to actually go for for the result instead of just sitting back. Then Chelsea got into the game a bit and we sort of withdrew a bit. I mean, the goal was quality. You know, I thought, you know, Elise's touch and finish was fantastic. And I thought half-time, maybe he would, you know, bring someone else on. You know, the game's there for the taking. Chelsea were not that great. They were not great. 
we allowed them to play a little bit in that first half and and you know they were quick on the transition um second half i thought again we started brightly but then i'm waiting for hodgson to make a change i'm waiting for something look richards is is not a midfielder why have we got hughes sitting on the bench who can actually get stuck in and play forward as well richards is no he's no good going forward and he's not a great passer you know in the back he's okay he's solid and i don't mind him back there but you know, and then France, so that really annoys me because, you know, nine minutes, what's he going to do? What is he going to do? You know what I mean? He ain't yeah. going to be able to get into the game. Yeah. But it wasn't a bad performance. I still think, you know, like the penalty, Eze wasn't right. He doesn't look right for me. He, you know, I don't know whether he's not fully back yet or not, but there's something not right there. Um, I think he could have come off earlier um, for France, maybe, and then Schlupp coming on. But, uh, I don't know. I I thought it was a draw in the end, but the penalty was bad. So that's it. It was a penalty. I can't really deny more, more it. More so. than a results, of course, it's a results game. But you you sound like, and not only you, a lot of people, me included, like you're frustrated with the subs and the game management. Is that a major factor in terms of why you want Hodgson gone? Is that yeah, because, apart from the results as well? Because France is an opportunity. Well, we got him for a significant fee for Crystal Palace anyways. Um, mm. For youngster, that's you know unproven, and he doesn't really get many opportunities. Does that also put into factor why you want him gone, or is it just the results? He's just not giving him enough game time. You know what I mean? He, he when he first came, that he was he was young. Well, I know he's still young, but he, he had that game for the under twenty ones, which was pretty poor. And mm-hmm. you know, and I could see maybe you no know, need of more time to settle, but you know, you can't keep giving him like five minutes, ten minutes here. And and like then leaving it for three games and then not playing him again and then giving him another ten minutes, I just don't like the way he manages the game at all. I don't, you know what I mean? You can see all, all of the Palace fans that I sit with when we're watching the games or we're sitting there watching and and we say to him, the change is there. Everyone can see it. Make the change, and he just don't. He just doesn't. He just sits there and. Like I said, there's, there's just not. I, I like him as a person. Like I said, he's done good things for us, and I'll always have respect for him. But he's got to go. He's got to go. Yeah, look, we I, need, I, need, agree with you. I agree with you as well. And that's the annoying thing about it because I do like him as a person. But I had the feeling that if he carried on this season, if things didn't work out, then we'll be back at this point. And of course, it's, it's a results business. We we want to see the best for the club. And if if we don't think he's good enough for us, and that's the case, but I would just wish that he ended in the last ten games. We, you know, after the ten games, we said thank you for everything, goodbye, Roy. We start a new chapter. It's a summer preseason. We can start off, but we decided to give him a new contract, and here we are again. We probably going to end up sacking him, and I don't think he, he deserves to be in this position. I wish we just ended it last season, but it is what it is. It is what it is, and it's a results business, and we're not getting the results, and things are not working out, and unfortunately. His last job in management might be a sacking, which is it's harsh because he's been in the game a long time. But it's on us. It's on us. Man, it's on it, him is, as well. it is harsh. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I, said, I, I, I don't want to see him sacked. That's for sure. But like, mm. like the others said, he won't walk away either. So it's going to come down to that, isn't it? But I think Cooper would have the savviness to keep us up, and next year maybe summer bring in some players that he actually wants to bring in, and then we might have something different to say. But mm. yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Look, Fraser, really appreciate you coming on. Uh, hope yeah, no worries, guys. Take Thanks care. for having us. You take care. Have a good New Year, yeah? Yeah, happy New Year to you too. Happy New Year. Uh, Fraser having his say on the game. Um, AJ, I know you have to... Are you still good for time or you have to go now? 
Okay. Well, you're on mute anyways, but I saw the five minutes. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. Let's bring on. Um, there's a lot of people that's been waiting for a while. Uh, let's bring on uh, Henry next. Henry, um, you got the old Palace kit on. Um, I guess you're missing old times, are you? Preparing um, for the championship. <laughs> <laughs> back to the championship days. Um, two one Chelsea, another defeat. Talk to me. I think we only have ourselves to blame for this whole situation. To be honest, um, I think I'm not to blame, Henry. You can blame. Don't blame me. I'm not to blame. <laughs> <laughs> not you, lad, not you. He said ourselves. I'm part of I'm talking about the club. I'm talking about the club. The club's the way the club runs. Everything, Hodgson. The fact that we we hired him back is a sorry state of our club. It really is. I mean, it's it's just it's just a sad state of affairs all around. Um, we should never have been in, in a position where. We we have to turn to a seventy eight year old man to oversee a season um, when he's just come back and saved us from potential relegation. At the end of the day, what I'm trying to say, right? We had the perfect opportunity, the perfect opportunity to say goodbye to him on the perfect ending of last season. We did not take it, and now we are paying the consequence. The reason I, I, and so many other fans. Not what did not want Hoshin to stay, as well as the tactical side of it, but also because we didn't want to turn on him. Because before this season, a lot of us actually quite liked him. But guess what? Not only is he pissing me off because of his tactics, he's actually gone down in my estimations as a person a little bit just because of the things he's been saying, the stupid things that he keeps coming out and saying, calling us spoiled. What's that about? I mean, no Crystal Palace fan in the history of Crystal Palace fan can ever be called spoiled. I'm sorry. Um, but as far as the game hey, I have a was, question. I have a question before you get to the game. Sorry. Now, people yeah, talk well, about, you know, him coming back. You know, he, he could have said no. And that's why I have no sympathy for the man. He could have just said to Parrish, no. I don't care how much he loves Crystal Palace. He could have said to him, you know what? You wanted to come back for the 10 game. I did the job. I kept you up. Find someone else. And he came back. And that's the reason why I'm so upset. Not that he did last year. Because last year, again, I even I admitted that. You know what? He kept us up great. But he did not have to come back. He Yes, Parrish asked him. He could have said no. Do you know what I mean? And he didn't. And that's what gets I me think thought, he said yes, that... but, uh, I, I think his decision-making is based on how he feels about the club. Of course... Let's say, Patrick, let's say you're Roy Hodgson and you came back, for example, and you have love for Palace. You'd still want to stay on, right? I don't think... I think he was thinking for the love of the club, you know. He wants to stay on. They need me for another season. I'll stay on. I don't think it's on Hodgson. The first... Oh, Henry's gone. I don't know where Henry went. I disconnected. But... Uh, it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he just, yeah, he just disappeared. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't think it's on Hodgson. It's the fact that, by the way, this whole discussion, we don't have it. If we don't offer him a contract, we don't have it. Great so it's point. not Hodgson. It's point. on the so people it's on both. that's it's actually on, hiring him. So yeah, look, I'm not going to talk about Hodgson whether he should have took it or not. I think he thinks about a club, and I said this when he joined us last season. I think he joined us, and he wouldn't join another club in the last ten games if he didn't have love for the club. I think he does have genuine love for the club. Um, but it's on the it's on the owners. The owners gave him a new contract, and it's it's, it's from them. It's not it's not on Hodgson for signing it. You know, if, if you're given the opportunity, why would you say no? 
Um, but look, um, there we are with, with that. I don't know where Henry's gone. Um, but if you're enjoying the stream, people, there's over 200 of you here. We, can, we should easily smash 150 likes if you're new here as well. Subscribe. Let's keep the channel growing, people. As always, um, different opinions. Feel free to jump on. Hodgson in, Hodgson out. I'll be actually curious to speak to a Hodgson fan today. If there is still any Hodgson fans, feel free to call in because I actually want to hear from you to hear your perspective as well because the Hodgson fan that we did have, oh, AJ disappeared as well. <laughs> um, the Hodgson fan that we did have, uh, people, everyone's going like Domino. I might be next. You're yeah, be next now. It might be me. It might be me. What did I do? But a whole of fans that we did have, um, they're, they're, they're not fans anymore. So I wonder if there is any other fans out there. Uh, let's bring on um, Tim. Tim, um, sorry, by the way, um, <laughs> there's a lot of people waiting today, unfortunately. Um, Don't apologize, dude. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a long, long queue. Um, Due to the game and due to what's going on, but two one this time around, Tim. It just feels like every time I say scoreline is a defeat or or a draw, but majority of it is defeat. Were you where are you at? It's hard, man. It's it's depressing. I I am a Roy fan at the at the broadest sense. I respect him. I want him to. I I want him to go out gracefully. And this is hard because I agree with everybody else who's saying, like, what do we do here? Like, the results aren't adding up. The performances are frustrating. There's legitimate questions, and all of them are valid. So what do we do? Like, I I genuinely love Roy, but I don't know what to do here. D, I, I, am, I am very much struggling. It was hard to watch. And there's a part of me, before I... I'll, I'll get to the game in a second here. There's a part of me that wonders, okay, if it's Steve Cooper, am I getting different football? Am I getting better football? And I'm not convinced. And the reason I'm not convinced are two things, except unless you want to talk about Brennan Johnson or maybe Morgan Gibbs-White, Steve Cooper didn't play kids at Nottingham Forest. He just didn't. Like, he has experience with kids. But he didn't play kids, so I don't but know that Tim, he's going to come in. Yeah, but Tim, just yeah, he did at Swansea, and he did obviously as a U seventeen coach. So I know what you're saying at Forest. I think Forest more because he bought all those players. He had to play them, but he he has a history of playing younger players. He definitely did at Swansea. Maybe he got gave from Chelsea as a yeah he was like eighteen and played him. Do you know what I mean? I don't think they, Swansea. So. They, but is that they signed a lot Patrick, of players? They signed a lot of players, so I don't think he really had the opportunity. They they kind of stacked that up with right. With I, that's what I'm thinking players. too. But again, I, don't know I, I think that's I think that's fair. But do you also so I, I uh, that is a fair point. So is it then that yeah, they signed all these players, got to play them? Okay, I think that's a fair point. Um, and he did play youth at Swansea. He played the ones. Didn't he play the ones that he had to play? I, I, so I, I'm struggling a bit here. I don't know that Cooper is. Okay. is Even the if it's not Cooper, here. Tim, I, would you say if you put your emotions aside with Roy, don't you think Roy needs to go? Is it not on the ownership to find another manager? It doesn't have to be Cooper. It it's is. Not, it shouldn't be Roy. 
versus I, 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 I've said this for a long time as well that it's on the onus to find the right manager. When when Roy first left the club, yes. Vieira wasn't on the list. No one really spoke about Vieira as a man. No one did. No one did. He was the last option. He came out. It worked for one season. Yes, he was season. the. He went. So is it not yeah, on the onus to right. find out the alternative? So do you think Hodgson should be going? You know, if you move your merchant side, do you think Hodgson should be going? If the, and the owner should be looking at another manager. That is Whether what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. Is that I I tend to agree with everybody that it's time. I'm sad, but I agree that it's time, and it is on the owners to find the right manager. I don't know who that is. I have no. I'm I'm worried because I have no idea who that is. I don't. I'm not convinced by Steve Cooper. I think there's no chance it's Julian Lopetegui. I don't think that's happening. So I don't know who it is. Is it Kieran McKenna at Ipswich? Is he actually going to leave in the winter? I'm not convinced by that either. So I don't, I just don't know who it is. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hardcore Roy in. Um, I don't know who we get though. And it's it's frustrating for me because what feels different about this is that I don't think the players have stopped playing for Roy. I just think we're not executing, and that ultimately does come down to him. So it's it's weird, and I can't explain it. I, I'm I'm very frustrated by it, and um, I don't know what's going to happen in the winter window if you're going to do it. So let's say we do it. Um, I guess you could do it now. You could wait until after Brentford. Um, I have no idea. It's clearly you want to do it as early. If you're going to do it, you want to do it as early as you can into the winter window. So you get enough time for whoever the new manager is to get some ideas bedded into the, into the squad before we're back. On January 20th. I don't know what that does to the FA Cup tie, but I mean, if, if this is where we're at, then this is where we're at. You want to do it as soon as you can. As far as the game today, I I feel like this, this did not feel like, except for the subs. The subs were very frustrating. And that was on Roy. But us going out and pressing Chelsea, I thought was right and was interesting. And then the goal comes and we start to lose it, get wobbly on the pitch. That's frustrating. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com rating to see that's confidence in the players and then we get that great goal brilliant 
and then we're back. I, I think we went after Chelsea the way we were supposed to go after Chelsea. Ebbs was terrible. That's on Roy, too. I would have rather he either get him off earlier or not play him at all because he's just not ready at the moment. There are things I think were on Roy today. Not everything, though. And it's 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 deeply frustrating for me. I, I'm the one thing I can't get behind is the toxicity toward him. I get the anger toward him, though. I do get it. And I will say this. That's why, man, I I love you, Patrick. I love the passion that you bring to it. And so I think it's all valid. I think exactly what you're saying. You should say exactly what you're saying. And I love that. I think as Palace fans, we should be passionate. We should say it with our chest. We should have a lot of heart because it shows that we care. Right? So I'm... Just because I'm not as where where you are with Hodgson, I still I love where you are with them because you're a passionate fan and you've seen this for way too long. And and this is a um go ahead, man. Sorry. No, so he, so here's where I am, right? So I get listen, I have no problem, people who still want to support Hodgson, etc. But I've been a fan for such a long time. I've seen I've lacy, I've been I've yeah, seen, you've seen everything. This I've seen everything, okay? So I get it. But the thing is, is that we had an opportunity. And and D makes a great point when he brings up it's 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 on the ownership first, right? But he has now won one game in 12. Right, right. You can't accept that on any level because we are now. No, and you can't explain him being around, right? Exactly, you know, because of any other manager, he's gone already. But I get the fact when he came in that first time, when the ball was so bad, he did a ridiculously great job of keeping us up. We shouldn't have gone down that yep. season, honestly. We should have gone down yep. that year. But yep. ever, but after that, for me, the the football just got so boring to me. You know, I'm looking yep. for us to progress. It was just the same old defensive setup. Not yep. wanting to play certain players, and I can go back to you know Max Maia. Well, he just had more of the light, but I wanted to see him play a bit more. The the Spanish player we got, what's his name again? Do you throw him out there? The Spanish player we had, he never played. The guy from Cardiff we got. Okay, uh, his name all of a sudden. Uh, um, yeah, not Campania, um, right. Right, um, right. Didn't play him. Then Mateta, you know, when he went, Mateta wasn't some great talker, but then Mateta was doing okay. Didn't want to play Mateta. We moved forward to this season, you know, we signed Farnsa. Doesn't want to yep. play him. In the past, yep. you know, players have played. You players have played. Wambasaka, injury. Mitchell, injury. Ozo, injury. You know? So it's like, I get people mm-hmm. who support him, but it's, again, I watched I watch D and uh, Heimbel today during the watch long, and I and I went right back to, to um the lockdown when D and I and <laughs> we did do these, do these, do these watch longs. They were the most Difficult things for me to get through. D was, I was, it was so frustrating that the seven nil yeah. game to Liverpool just stands at my brain as like being like the the. It was so bad to watch, you know. So, but I get who he is and what he's done. But for me, Camarasa, thank you, Camarasa, thank you in the chat, L- LMF. I appreciate Camarasa. It's just that at this point now, he could have walked after last season. I get the fact that Parish wanted him yep. to come back. He wanted to help Palace, but now that he's back, for me, me personally. He has destroyed all the goodwill that he had because at this point, he has to win Brentford and he has to stick around now and keep us up. If he doesn't, whatever he does after this, when he when he's gone, people are gonna look back and say, this season under Hartson has been an absolute disaster. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if he left after I the do. 10 games, it was, he did a great job. Bear was gone. He kept us up, blah, blah, blah. But now people, people all they got to think about is this season, we are as close as we are to relegation as, we, as we've been since the last time he was here. Do you know what I mean? We weren't, we weren't that issue with Vieira. It was when Hodgson was up here the first time. It's just that I don't want to be so negative, but it's like we had an opportunity to push on. And yes, it's on Parrish and the ownership. But having Hodgson back to me was such a bad idea. I didn't like it when it happened in, 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 in August. Yeah. And I dislike it again now. And now we're at the point where, where, where are we as a club now? Where are we going? Like, where are we going, man? I feel like we're just trying to stay up. That's that's the right, problem. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and Tim, this is when it goes down to the owner. I'll quickly mention owner because I know you're passionate about the owners um, uh, with, with that discussion. But for me, I think C. Paris, is a, of course, he's a Paddy's fan. I know some people say he's not, but he is a Paddy's fan. But for me, he's also an investor as well. And of course, the cost of relegation will be much higher for him and his personal finances in terms of, you know, Paris was going out to the championship. They, they we're not valued nowhere near where we're valued right now, I think. You can admit that as well. Like it, it drops. Um, being in the Premier League is, is where it's at. But there's another thing to look at. Yes, he's a Palace fan, but I'm trying to think as myself. If I'm a Palace fan, as much as I love the club, I want to make sure my finances are intact. For me, the bigger thing for him should be that he makes sure Palace is a Premier League club. And I think this is the problem. His actions so far have suggested that he is okay with just staying in the Premier League. And yes, he does want to be self-sustainable and all of this, but we're not going to have the new stand until 2026, 2027. Like, how many years are we going to have this excuses? We're going to be a, a Premier League club for about 15 years and we're going to talk about self-sustainable where other clubs are overtaking us. Bournemouth, they changed their manager. They took a risk. But on top of that risk, to nullify it as much as possible, they went and backed their manager. Now, I don't have any favour. And this is why I go back down to the owners. Hodgson can leave today. He can leave tomorrow. He can leave after the Brentford game. But I still don't think we're going to show the ambition of the pitch with the transfers to change this matter. I feel like we're going to go around in circles and circles and circles. So for me, there needs to be a change in ownership. See, Parrish, yes, he's a Paddy's fan. Yes, he has the best interest in the club. But he doesn't have the finances. And he wants to protect his own finances. And his actions so far have suggested that rather than pushing on, he's happy with staying up. But uh, one season, that mentality is going to cost you because you're going to get relegated from it. It's simple as that. You're going to get relegated by just trying to stay up, trying to stay up, trying to stay up because teams are trying to push on. And I think that's where the problem lies. He doesn't have the finances. He wants to keep the Palace as a Premier League club and he'll probably sell his bill shares once a new stand is built. But I'm worried that we'll get relegated before then. That's how I see it. So there's, there's a conflict between being an investor and being a fan of the club. I do think he has the best interest, but also he's looking after his own pockets. I truly do believe that. And there's no blame against that because I'll do the same thing. But the problem is, his approach is very negative, what I want to see as a fan. And I know someone with a bit more money, with more ambition, with how the Premier League is going right now, would like to take this role. There's no way no one is interested in Crystal Palace Football Club. There will be. There will be because there's room for improvement. And I don't think, and I just right now I'm looking, I'm looking at the man. And I just, I just, we'll see Parish. You just, there's a conflict there. Fan, investor. What do you actually want? Of course, you want to see the club progress, but you haven't got the financial backing. You, you're not getting along with the owners, with John Texar, who's, who has a large portion of shares. So something needs to change. It needs to change at the top. So if Hodgson goes, Parish needs to go as well. So who would you want? I mean, I think you've heard my my arguments. Well, best that... case scenario, is this, this will be harder. Best case scenario is all, I just want to change. Or all three of them. Because Harrison Blitzer, they, they clearly, I don't think they're fully in Palace. Texter, he is, but okay. I'm concerned Give me about Describe, describe. Listen, I, I don't want it. For me, 
all three of them, I'll just like a complete change in ownership. I'd rather one just owner describe who and, you want then. I, just well, describe I don't know. I who you want. But I, I don't know exactly who I'd want. It depends if if people. You don't have to name in, a name. People... I want you to describe what it is you want. And the reason I'm asking this, D, is because I think it's very easy. So I'll, I'll try not to make this a heated rant because you know how passionate I feel about this. I think perish out is the craziest thing any of us could say that is for me and this is the reason why there are so many people who come into this game and believe that they buy a football club to be their plaything and i do not under any circumstances want that steve parish has probably been one of the best things in the history of Crystal Palace Football Club. I'll give yeah, you a ceiling, though. Hang on. Hang on. I'll give you two, two reasons why he's so important right now. We are in the middle of negotiating for salary caps. Salary caps inside of the Premier League. And here's how it's going to work. Sorry to get all mathy on you, but this is how it's supposed to work right now. So what's going to happen is, if this goes through, and it probably will, because this is what UEFA wants to do, where you have a percentage of your revenue that you get to spend on players. So your percentage of revenue, and everybody gets the same. So if you're Man City, and you have a huge portion of revenue, and you get to spend 70%, of your revenue on players, you have a natural advantage. Because if you're Crystal Palace and we only get to spend 70% of our turnover on players, well, we're screwed. Forget about who the manager is. Forget about anything else. If that goes through, we're done. We're going to the championship and we won't survive it. Who's the one that's leading the fight against this kind of crap that's coming from the Premier League? Parishes. He doesn't get any credit for it, but he's, he's a fan. He's gonna fight because he knows. But then again, it goes back to him. Yes, he helps the club, but it goes back to him because he can't compete with these people. He's looking after his investment. You say Paris go down to the championship, on, but see, Parish's investment goes down the hill. It goes back down to him. That's what I'm saying. We always think about Paris. We, we, you, we think about Parish. Really Paris believe fans. that? We don't think about Parish as an investor. He's an investor. He it damages his pockets as well as it damages the club. So it's it's that about guy him has as well. made plenty of money. He does not need to secure his future by ensuring the value of Crystal Palace Football Club. But he's not he that rich. His... He's not. He's not on the levels of Texor or Harrison Blitzer. That's well known. He's, he's, not is, that he's at the same. He's at the same level as Texter. He's nowhere near Harrison Blitzer. Now, if you want to talk about Harrison Blitzer, that's a different conversation. And if you want to talk about the structure of the ownership, that's a different conversation. But I think if you're talking about the problem is parish out, I think you have lost the plot completely. So that's so my that's my opinion. Out, because they're watching out based on results. But a person that's running the club day to day, when 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 we're listing all the wrong decisions he's made, we he can't get the so he can't get the blame for it. You you can absolutely blame him for this, and you can also blame him for you could blame the board. What about Black promises as well? Yeah, and he has he has said we are moving we're we're trying to move 
up, and that has not come to pass. He just sold flags. That's a, that's what I'm tired of, Tim. He, he just he always sells. He's he, he's a he's a dream seller. He knows how to speak. He's very good at speaking. He I knows get how to make the fans on side. And I'm just I'm I'm tired of comments that he makes without any actual backing towards it. So if Hodgson can get this sack based on results, why not the guy? Because I don't have confidence that even if Hodgson goes, that we're going to be able to progress as a club. Why? Because of him, of running the football club. I don't think he's going to make the decisions. I think he's very, very relaxed in terms of how he wants to approach the club. I understand his, his view of things and in terms of trying to take it slow, trying to be so sustainable. But I'm worried as a football fan, as someone who watches football, as someone who knows you know how sure. different ownership is that we're going to be left behind and not left behind in the Premier League, but we're going to be left behind in Championship because of how he views the game. So he runs a club day to day. Roy Hodgson runs a team um, as a manager um, week in week out. So why can't he? Why shouldn't he be under pressure then? Why shouldn't he be under pressure? If 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 you this think is going Steve Parrish is not under pressure right now? Do you honestly believe that Steve Parrish is not under? There was a whole. Fan group that was going to go protest him at Newcastle. Do you today. honestly believe he's not under pressure? No, but he's not. He's not under pressure as much. He's not. He's not. Up until recently, we've been in. We've been in Premier League for ten years, and we've 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 been used to just staying up, staying up, staying up, staying up. But now it's a case of not just staying up. It's a it's a case of you know what are we actually trying to do as a football club? All right, cool. And for the first five to six years, staying up, trying to sort ourselves out, that's fine. But now. When you see other clubs get promoted, when you see other clubs go for it, you look at them other clubs and you think, why sure. can't we do the same? And I think the problem I'm goes jealous too. The club day yeah. to day. He has his own approach, yeah. but our own approach, his approach, I don't think it's going to work in the Premier League. I think it's going to just hold us back. And, and eventually we'll get relegated by his way of thinking. He's he, he doesn't want to spend money like that. He wants to wait for a new stand. He wants to do... We, we, we're in dreamland. 2030, we'll be here still talking about a new stand. Then afterwards, we'll be talking about a new stand getting repaid. It's a new stand. It's not a new stadium. New stand getting built. It's going to help Palace financially. Yes, but we're not going to turn into Man City or, or Newcastle or whatever, one of them teams. It's a new stand. It's going to help us, of course, financially, but we're not building a 60 to 80,000 capacity stadium. It's not going it's to be not just that, though, It's, going to have a it's not just that. It's but not, it's not it. just that. It is, if, it's, if, it is, if we don't do it, the point I'm making is if we don't do the stand, then the FFP rules that we will be subject to will make it more, far worse than the position we're in right now. We have to do it. Do Why does What's it that? Have it? Someone else can do it. It's not, it's not like it's only C. Parrish that can do the stand. Yes, he's got the idea, and the idea he hasn't, the work hasn't started yet, but sure. hopefully sooner rather than later. Sure, but that's, but that's, where, I, that's where I want to that's, that's focus on. Let me get out of the way, because I feel like I've... I, 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 you guys know how I how I feel about this, and we can talk about the finances more a- any time here because I feel like I, I I frustrate folks here, and I I, I apologize because we're all fans nah, here. It's, it's, it's over disgusting. It's over disgusting. You have your points of view. Have that, it, that's what I prefer. You know, uh, it's interesting to hear other side of the of the story. Yeah, yeah, and I I I appreciate it too. I think where I where I come from, and I guess I I have a. Let me admit my bias here, D. I have a bit of a trauma response here, and I need to describe like just what I do in my day job. I run into a lot of I run into a lot of bad apples. It's much more likely to in, in my opinion that if Steve Parrish were to go, 
and that golden share were to go away and we sold out to, let's say it's a billionaire, God help us even an American billionaire. And like I, I, again, I'm an American, so I know it sounds crazy for me to say that, but if we do that, the, the odds of us running into somebody more like the Glazers than like Steve Parrish is higher. And I do, I, I, I love this football club and I don't want that to happen. And I think it's, so for me, it's a bit of a, I'll, I'll just admit my bias here. It's a, it's a bit of kind of like Patrick, what you said, like, you know, you've seen been a crystal palace fan longer than any of us. I've been doing this for 30 years. D I have seen these people. I know who they are. I know who it is. that's buying football clubs right now. And I want nothing to do with these charlatans. And for the record, I, it's not that I don't like John Texter. I do, but he is unproven and I don't want him in control. But you're looking at the other side of things. Okay. So this is where it gets a bit, you know, this is where the topic gets a bit interesting and, 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 um, Tim, we'll talk about it in a bit more detail later on because there are people yeah, waiting. Yeah. We got we got to um, let people. But talk, look, at, right? but look at the impact. For example, we're moving the facts, the history aside from it, Man City owners yeah. they've had a massive, massive impact to the local community, to the team. No they've question. In the academy, they've done that. So there's two, there's two, you know, uh, flip of the coins there. You can have the American, or some, you know, American owners that you're saying that that wouldn't want the best for the club. But then there are some other owners that have tons of money that are willing to invest in it because they genuinely have enjoyment from it. So there's no I don't question. think it's a case of there's only one type of owner. There are different types of That's owners. Right. So of course, it can go worse. It can go better as well. Yes. But I'm willing to take that risk now because I don't know what we're doing. I don't know where we stand as a club. I just don't know. I, I just don't know. I, I don't know what, what, what it is. Yeah, yeah. Tim, um, before, I don't know any more about this. Um, do you know the, the people that are interested in buying May United before... Um, this group came, Ineos came in. You, they, you think they're? I don't know. I can't remember where, where they were from exactly, but would they be a group? Guitar might be good. Shake Shake Shazim. Shake Invest in the invest in the stadium. Yeah, all right. kinds of promises. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. But but That's, but so, majority. Well, owners from that side of the world, we know that the promises normally get delivered because they, they do have the money to back it. There is that. maybe now you you maybe. might say. You might say for moral reasons. You might say you wouldn't want them for moral reasons, and I understand that. No, but no. Their promise I, more I will say it's back more I, than the owners from the West. So it's like I both side of it. No, I would. I would say maybe we have seen we have seen bad owners from Qatar. You know, l- let me point you to Paris Saint Germain. Let me point you. To, I'm pronounced. I'm butchering that name, but they're, PSG. Yeah, they're, 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 I wouldn't. Yeah, I get what you're saying. They haven't achieved what they wanted to achieve, but they've still invested See, you are a right. lot in PSG. You are right. They've if we if we sold, if we sold, we could run it. We could get lucky. It could happen. We could get our own version of Tony Bloom. It could happen. We could also get an American owner who wants nothing more than just to invest in the club. That could happen too. It could happen. It is. It is absolutely possible. You say, I, where we disagree on this, D, is you are willing to take that risk for all of the reasons I support as a fan with you. 
I want to see us move forward too. I want money invested in the club. I want us to push on and go for, for trophies. We agree on that part. I think the danger that I see has me really scared if, if we do that because there are a lot of people who are coming into they, – they look at football as a plaything. They look at football clubs. Well, that's what it's turning into, though, Tim. And that's what I'm saying. That's that's that's, that's why this this say, so sustainable um, thing that we talk about week in week out. It sounds that's why nice, I think it's the right strategy. We're going to be left behind because football's turning into a playground. It's turning into a money playground, and and there needs to be a change because right now the owners that we have, they're running it as you said, like a business. And I get it. I get that side of things, but everybody runs it as a business, but, though. D, that's the problem. Some people they're willing to take more risks. We we're we're willing to like just go less risk averse on everything that we need transfers this this that like we just don't love taking risks we just don't we just don't that's what frustrates that is true. we want to take risks is... if we fail then we fail but right now I would I don't want us to fail like this I don't want us to go down like this go down without trying at least if we tried if we yeah. brought in a young exciting manager some exciting football and it didn't work then fair enough but I don't want us to go down with Roy Hodgson that we've seen four years at this football club, and we know what to expect of him already. But the reason why Roy Hodgson's here is because the owners at the top who make the decisions, they don't want to take risks. They want to keep their pockets safe. And Hodgson, on paper, should be able to keep you up. But it goes down to that. It's a case of trying to stay up rather than trying to push forward. And it comes a point when if you're just trying to stay up, it will catch up on you. It will. And we're in this position right, right now because of the owners and how they think. And that's, that's the case. And I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of trying to sell every single season. We've only tried once in the last 10 years. And now we've got another excuse for the next four to five years because of the new stand. I'm just tired. If you don't have the money, unfortunately, it's turning to money playground. If you don't have the money, or if you're not willing to invest, then it's, it's time to see if someone else is, you know, at least let's see the options out there. You know, yeah, maybe there might be I, more I, enough. And we can say, I would rather keep Parrish. But I'd like us to be out there, maybe put out there for sale. And to see who's actually interested in Crystal Palace as a football club. If there is some interesting names, we that can discuss it. Me. All right, now we don't well, know. Well, here's, here's, here's what I'll promise. Hey, okay, do you have my you have my word? I will I will do this. I promise I will do this. If it turns out, if it turns out that Parrish puts the club up for sale and we start taking bids, then I will dedicate myself to read every filing, everything I can find. So we are fully informed because I will be damned if we sell this club to the wrong people. Hundred percent. That, that is that's interested. my right that's now, my that's my fear, D. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's my fear. Well, yeah. I do not. Yeah. I am under yeah. no circumstances do I want us being sold to the wrong people, and that's why I believe. And I'll say this and get out of the way. the The sustainability model it is the right model. It's the only one. In a it, world where it everybody, is, it is it's the only one. Yeah. D, I promise you, it is the only one that works in a, a in a market where it's it's not. I I need to just make this last point. World football is the most unfair, most brutal, raw knuckles, laissez-faire capitalistic business in the world. It is nothing like American sport, nothing. It does. It barely even resembles it. And because of that, the only way 
to win in that kind of market is to, because you are always going to be unfairly disadvantaged, no matter who is at the helm, whether there's a billionaire or not. So the only way to do it is to figure out how to have a sustainable football club where you're recycling and, and building from the ground up. I, I think it's the only way to do it. Yeah, but I will say I, I, you, I may be, you may be right, D. You may yeah. be you may, may be right. Maybe, if we, if maybe we sell. five six years ago, what we're trying to do right now, maybe five six years ago, then yeah, fair enough. But team, but Tim, this is a problem. Teams are trying to improve their facility. Newcastle already in talks on how to expand St James's Park. Well, you know what? That's not going to do to Newcastle. They're still going to spend in in a summer business in a summer window. They will still spend in January window because this is what football has turned into. It is not a business. It is a money playground. Teams can improve their facilities. Teams can have all these plans as well as back it up on the pitch. What we're doing right now, because we, we're stuck for pennies, is we, we, we're picking a stadium. And now we're trying to save. We're trying to, oh, let's spend a bit here. Let's spend a bit. It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Premier League football changed five, six years ago. Fair enough. But what we're trying to do right now, picking between transfers and, and expanding the stadium, you can't do that. You have to do both. And unfortunately, this ownership group that we have, whether they have the money or not, they're not willing to do that. And for that case, we need a change. That's how I see it. But look, Tim, I um, I, I get where you guys are the best, man. You you, you know I love you. You know you yeah, know I love you. You guys are you guys are the best. You guys are the best. Thanks for indulging me, man. Hey, look. Right, uh, we talk about the game and positive result against Brentford, but at this point, I, I very much doubt it. I very much doubt it. But yeah, come on, we got to get something. Hopefully, got to happen. You can't get any worse right now, but yeah. All right, I then, know. Take, Take it easy. See you later, Take care, See you guys. All right. Okay, let's bring on uh, Stan. He's been waiting for a while as well. Stan, um, two one. How we doing, boys? Spoke about the ownership. Um, of course, you you've been very passionate in our chat with the owners as well. Um, I'll leave the floor to you. Where do you want to start with first? The game, the result, or the owners, the manager? Um, with the game, a few observations. We are pedestrian going forward. Like we are absolutely pedestrian. We've got players that could open a couple of open teams up, but we are pedestrian. You can blame Eze all you want for the penalty, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, but Hodgson sets this team up. And we did not take our chances to win this game. And we had a couple. As they ran into the box and instead of pulling the trigger, I don't know what he did. Um, and it just looks as if after 60 minutes, this team just folds. It, it really does. Like They haven't got the energy. They haven't got the fitness. And I mean, let's not even get started about the subs because well, well, when did he bring France on? Like 86 minutes? No, 91. That's the, just... Like this is get this is getting ridiculous now. Like a, a, a game of football lasts a minimum hundred minutes at the moment. At this moment in time, grinding out one nil wins. It, 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 there's only so many you could m- maybe grind out one or grind out two, but you can't do that. You you've got to have enough players to or good enough players to see out this game. It's listen. Did we play badly? No. Did we deserve anything? I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, it is mm. what it is, isn't it? Yeah, let's talk about the manager then, because that's been the main discussion point. Uh, Hodgson in, Hodgson out. Out. Are you still not undecided? Out. Out. Hundred percent. Why? Um, because he's living in a dream world. Um, I understand that our squad is paper thin as it is, but he doesn't use this squad. 
Like he doesn't use it to its advantages. You could have bought Franca on at 70 minutes. It wasn't going to do any harm. You can see the kick and play football. Do you know what I mean? There's senior enough players to guide him through 20 minutes of football. Do you know what I mean? Like we spent enough money that he should be able to play 20 Premier League minutes. Um, he just, he, he, he doesn't do it. You know, Chris Richards, you know, he's not a DM, so you can't really dig him out. But, you know, they've said... He's been playing well, though, Richards, I thought, anyways. He did I, it, I, yeah, I think... yeah. And listen, he he prevented a 100% one-on-one goal-scoring opportunity. Um, but you've got Hughes on there. I don't know how much better he is, but it goes to show you, if he's playing Richards over Hughes, how good he probably, you know, what's going on there. But you've got a Hamada, you could have you could have played him. I, listen, I don't know, man. I think... Um, we are. I just don't see Barry sacking him though. I don't think he's got the bollocks to pull the trigger, lads. I don't think he has. Um, mm-hmm. real quick, I want to. I want to talk about this so-called paper-thin squad, which I'm not buying. No, I'm not buying that because um, we had players on the, on on that bench he could have brought on at any point or could have started. So mm. he he loves Hughes and Schlupp. Both didn't start today, and he has Ahamada, Ozo, and Francis. That's five players, right? That he could have suffered any point mm-hmm. or could have started. So. People want to talk about paper thin squad. I know Edwards out. I know Ward's injured. I know Decorey's out. So I, I'll not accept that, right? It is not a paper thin squad. It's a squad that he does not utilize. That's, but that's what you I said. What I mean? Right. But that's so what no, I said. Yeah, yeah. I said that he doesn't right. use this squad. He doesn't bring right. on subs. You know, like Schlup. What? I, I don't even know what what minute he brought him on. You know, mm. um, and then France are ninety one minutes. Like, like honestly, like. In the nicest possible way, just fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Like, just go. <laughs> it's, it's just so dumb. Very man. nice. Of so you want Roy gone? You want Roy gone? Wolves F one. Um, really appreciate FI. I think. Um, or FL. Uh, appreciate your super chat. Um, he yeah, asked, you, um, who would be Roy's replacement? Who would you want to come into the club if Roy was to go? Then <sighs> I'm gonna get slated in it. <laughs> um, I don't Are think you? Steve Cooper is the um is necessarily going to do anything for us if i'm being perfectly honest with you guys uh he's done nothing at the top of the game for me to suggest that he can do anything um if palace were a serious club um and they're not um they should be going to another club paying a buyout clause of the manager and selling him a project who hmm. oliver glasner <laughs> Pat, right. Pat, you're laughing. Do you know? I, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm actually laughing at when, when, no. I'm not laughing at Glasner because I don't think I'm white. I don't know if Glasner would, would possibly come to Palace. I love that idea, Stan. Um, I can't Sorry, I, for those that don't know, who does Glasner manage right now? Um, Eintracht Frankfurt. He won the Europa okay. League with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But would he no, come I, to I, Palace? Got, That's I, another thing. Right. I mean, listen, I, I I respect the fact you said about Cooper, Stan, but I'm going to defend him again because, again, you say he hasn't done much in the top of the game. But again, he brought a team from the bottom through the championship to the Premier League and he kept mm. them up. Now, for Palace, that's about as good as it gets. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I want, I'd want want him as my top choice. What I'm saying is that for Crystal Palace, for Manchester to bring a team up from the bottom three, the same season, to get them promoted and then keep them up, I don't know what more you want from him. I do understand he's he is not a he's not he's not um you know a top top manager. But we are Crystal Palace. For Glasser to come here, mate, I would bite your hand off. It's never happening. It's like saying Graham Potter. It's not gonna happen. No, Graham like Potter's more likely than yeah. Graham it's Potter not likely. likely. The guy's been linked to Manchester United. Why would he come to Palace? 
He's not. He's not like, coming to Palace. Potter. He's never you know, coming to Palace ever. But do you know what I mean? Like after eleven Premier League seasons, we yeah, should be, we should be serious should enough be. that we should be looking at Oliver, agree, the Oliver Glasners of this world. But we're not serious. But you're right. No, we're not. But we're not we're serious. Not. Right. We're not. Serious. So why are we not serious? Does it go back down to the owners? Because you did say 100%. about Steve Parish not willing 100%. to. Parish Parish needs. Someone, Texter or Harrison Blitzer or someone has got to buy him out and he's got to lose that golden share or whatever he has. He's got to go. Enough. He has taken this club as far as he can. He's going on podcasts, gaslighting fans. You're talking lie after lie after lie. Listen, this stand, like, I'm not being funny, but Daniel Levy, I know it's a very different club, different wealth, et cetera, et cetera. But in the time that Parrish has been talking about these stands, Daniel Levy's built, demolished the stadium and built the best stadium in the world. Do you know what I mean? What's Parrish like? He's lying to everyone. He's lying. Lies. What, what are lies? There's, 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 I, get, what, what do, I, I don't think he's lying. I think he just has promises. I think he just lacks his old plans. That's what it is. Like, the, the thing that people are talking about right now is the fact that at the end of the season, what game was it? I can't remember the game. Lack of honour. He Forest. comes out. He goes, was it Forest? Yeah. He, Forest, he, he yeah. goes on the mic and he says, we're going to take this club to the next level. Why do you say that? Because he was under pressure. And that's the thing. And people buy into it. Oh, we're going to take this club to the next level. Where's the next level? Back down to the championship. What, Listen, is, that, is that where we're going? Like, is that the next level? Is, is this a big surprise, a big plot twist? Like, we thought, instead of European football, we're going to go back down to the championship. Like, is that it? Like, do you get it? Like, that, that's the problem with Parrish. I, honestly, I'd rather keep his mouth shut. And it annoys me in a way. I know what Tim said about him wanting to make ch- changes in football. But if he wants to do that, with all due respect, right now, when we're struggling as we are, when we've got, it seems like no real vision to push us onto the next level. And it's a case of staying up every single year. Yeah. I honestly don't want you to go on newspapers and talk about football is this, football is that. Focus on your own club. I know he sounds a bit simplistic, but I would rather he just does that. I don't want to see Parrish talking about a great, good of football and this and that. If he wants to do that, I'm pretty sure there's associations, there's some director roles that he would fit right into because I think he has some great ideas. For me, as a Paddis fan, when we're struggling like this and I see quotes from him even the week before about football is this, football is that on, on newspapers, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, what I care right now as a fan is what is going to happen with Crystal Palace Football Club. This new stand is not cutting it for me. It's very great and I can't wait for it to be built. But I'm not going to wait here till 2026, 2027 and have that just be our main thing for the next how many years or so. Like, we need to have other ideas. And I just don't care about what he thinks about football in general. What so, do you think about Palace rather than your normal D. generic quotes? D, he's been on... Multiple TV shows. He was on with Gary Neville, um, and with one or two, oh, yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was somewhere else. And he said that he's okay with relegation. He accepts it. It might happen. He said that. He did. He did. No, he did. He did. And he said we are a club that might drop into the championship. And you know what the thing is? He is the kind of idiot that would take a risk to drop into the championship and come back up because for the first two or three seasons, when you come back up, there's no financial fair play. You can spend whatever you want, right? I don't, I don't know exactly the rules around it. I, I can't say right or wrong. I don't yeah. know. But I know that teams that get promoted, more time is because you sell these players, lower wages, and then when you get a boost, you have a bit more of a cap. So that's why teams spend yeah. a lot. Maybe yeah. that's again. But then again, we're, we're, not, we're not rich like that for us to go spend 100 million if it was to get ready and then get promoted. I just don't see it happening in the first place. So I don't think 
that helps him getting relegated. But getting relegated does not help Parish by any means because getting promoted to the Premier League is not Listen, guaranteed. Do you get? It? I think that this entire board needs to try and protect their investment in some way or another. I know Patrick, you were saying that Parish pulls the string, um, uh, pulls the string. Sorry, and that he, um, what's it called? Like they'll do as he says, which is probably correct. But not all of them. Texas doesn't agree. Texas actually said that he regrets. He's, he came well, out to Africa and he said that he regrets giving Parish power. Now, the problem is, Texas said it himself, it's two against one. It's Harrison yep. Blitzer, that group, Parish versus Texas. So, Texas can't really do much about it. Now, I'm not saying Texas is the answer, but that's what I'm saying. There needs to be a bit of a change because right now it's not healthy. It's not healthy. Basically, uh, you know what? It, it's not that. Like, Steve Parish brought John Texter in, so he needs to suck it up. If there, I'm being there, there is that as well. So that's that's yeah. another thing. Like we talk about these owners, but Parish was the one that selected these owners. Now maybe I'm being heavy, heavily like critical towards Parish, but if I'm blaming Roy for the subs, for the for the results, for the management, why can't I blame the guy that's running the club day to day for the decisions that he does as well? He's the one that brought in Harrison Blitzer. He's the one that brought in Texas. He's the one that makes the decisions with the manager and the transfers as well. So why can't why doesn't he hold? any blame for the decisions that we make as a football club. He's the one that runs the club day to day. That's how I see it. Like, you have to be fair. If we're getting onto Roy Hodgson, we get onto the decision makers as well. Because we can all agree here that we haven't made enough signings or made proper signings in the summer. It was a case when Vieira's, the summer after Vieira's first season where we didn't sign another midfielder. And these are decisions that, yes, we might look at the scouts or Doug Friedman, but it's the person that runs the club day to day. We're not talking about Paddy McCarthy. Maybe Paddy McCarthy done tactical suggestions to Roy Hodgson today, and maybe he should hold the blame, but we don't know about that. You talk about Roy Hodgson because he's a man in charge, and right now, Steve Parrish, hey. he's a man in charge, so of course, hey. I'm going to get on to him for the decisions hey. that we make. Dean, Roy Hodgson is here, he does love the club, I'll give him that, but he is here because he loves a pound note, mate. He loves money, he does. Don't get it twisted. People who think, think that's that, place, though. No, no, listen, 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 no, yeah. Don't get it twisted that people think like he's like romantically involved. Listen, he loves the club. It's his club, whatever. But he loves a pound note because he's 76 years old, mate, and he should not be working. Parrish is 100% to blame because one, he bought him in. And two, every time we look for a new manager, and it was the same with Vieira, he's shopping. And no disrespect to Vieira because his first season was brilliant. Don't get me wrong. But he's shopping in the bargain basement for managers. And this is what I'm saying. If you're a serious football club after 11 years in the Premier League, you're going to get Oliver Glasner. You know, you're going to Brentford and selling Thomas Frank the dream and you're paying the compensation clause and you're investing money in the squad. That's what we should be doing. Are we going to do it? Not a hope. But that is what we should be doing, guys. And that's the most frustrating thing. Listen, we were never winning today. Chelsea have always got our number. We were never winning today, especially with Hudson in the dugout, you know? Mm. Mm. So what, what what are we saying with Hodgson then? Just quickly, Stan. If he doesn't, oh. if, if he thinks it, well, if he doesn't beat Brentford, do you think he'll get a sack? I think he needs to go before that. But the problem mm. is that Patrick has said it's either going to be Steve Cooper, Paddy McCarthy, or I'll stick a name out there: it'd be Joe Kinnear or Gary Mixon. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Joe Kinnear. <laughs> I don't know. I know probably so young. Don't even know who he is. Nice one. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, who I love he is, that one. To be honest, I don't know who he is. But um... what? You know, Joe Kinnear is. You're way too young. You're way too young. He called Yaman yeah. Kabai Yaman Kebab. Joe Kabai. 
Nice one, Stan. I love it. Look, love Stan, it. Uh, always a pleasure talking to you. We're going right, to wrap up. Let's bring on the last yeah. few guests and then wrap up. Yeah. All right, yeah. then. Take nice care, Stan. Yeah. All right, yeah, take care, Stan. Okay. Uh, let's bring on Oh, He's been waiting for a while as well. Uh, oh, um, Palace, another defeat to Chelsea. Uh, what would you like to say? Because right now, it's not just about the game. Mm, it's it's whatever you want to say about the club. If you want to talk about Parish, Hodgson, the game, the manager, the players, feel free. Um, this this club did something I didn't want to do, which was talk about Palace instead of making videos. <laughs> so, what do you what do you make of the game? Oh, thought thought you we were decent, but game management killed it. Killed it for us getting anything out of the game. Like first, however minutes we were playing so well, and then. Chelsea scored based on a slip, I believe, from Klein. Benz we looked terrible passing it around the back. Like you think we were the team one 0 up, then we got that goal thanks to them, and we got that goal right before the end. And then oh. I thought we we were going to get that point, and then as they had to, and as they, I don't know what's what's happened with Eze. I uh, I don't know. Uh, is he hundred percent fit? I think that might be the case now. Yeah, I believe he's not 100 percent fit, but Roy Roy rushed him back. He said he he wanted to rush him back, and this is what happens. He's not he's not his best. Um, um, yeah, he isn't. He isn't. He isn't. Um. Uh, so where do you stand with Hodgson then? I want him out. To be honest. <laughs> mm. Do you think he'll get the sack? I I want to believe he does, but. If he doesn't get sacked to, tomorrow, if he doesn't get sacked tomorrow, he's going to get the Brentford game. He, if we don't win that Brentford game, then he, he has to go. But I don't know if they have the balls to do it. Yeah, I, I, got, I think if if it was if we lose against Brentford, I think he's gone. I just, I, I honestly, I think it's just we're talking about results. We're talking about performances, but the most important thing is the relegation zone, trying to stay far from it. And right now we are four, three points away from it. If we lose against Brentford, there's a big chance that, you know, Luton could get a result and we could only be a point away from it. And I think that's where the decision is going to lie. And you know what? Hodgson's had enough time. Like, I don't want him... I don't want it to end like this, but it, it, the way it's continuing, nothing is changing. Like, we're not getting the results. It's the same old, same old. And it's not working. And he's had the easier games. He's had the difficult games. And like any other manager for other clubs, they'll get the sack. Like our form is absolutely dreadful. We haven't won a game since the 4th of November. A home game since September, which is crazy. September since we won a home game. It's, you're, it's, there's no other ways apart from getting the sack. Like I, I just don't see it. I just, it is what it is. What it is. Um, just quickly today, in terms of the um, you know the substitutions, did you, did you agree with them? Did you think maybe France could have came on a bit earlier? Or I was calling out for the substitutions to come on, and then by the time he does do it, he does the wrong one with bringing off Ayu because bringing off Ayu, like if you're going to bring on someone, if you're going to bring on Schlo, at least take him off for Eze because that was the worst game he's ever played for us so far, Eze and. France should have came on much, much sooner. He came on as soon as we conceded that penalty, which, which I think that's just a troll from Roy, to be honest. Mm, yeah, I mean, seven minutes in the 91st minute, I don't know what else you can really do. But that's what I mean about, I said in a live watch along as well, that's what I mean with France. France will come on if we're losing a game. If if the result's going against us, it's like, all right, then we'll put on France. But 
if we have something, if we can push towards it, we just don't want to take that risk. I think that Jeffrey Schlupp substitution kind of sums us up. If 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 it was two one, I don't think it would have been Schlupp. We might have been France, but because um, it was one all, that's when Schlupp comes into play. Um, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but it's um, it is what it is. But um, look, oh, um, pleasure talking to you. Hopefully, um, we'll see what happens, but. Hopefully we get a positive result against Brentford. Right now it's looking absolutely dreadful. Oh, everything. It's not looking good right now. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right then, take care. See you later. Bye. Okay, Um, we're going to wrap up the show now. Um, Thanks to every single one of you that's tuned in live. Hour and a half. Um, Of course, there'll probably be the previews for the Brentford game. Massive game for Paddis. But if you haven't already done so, make sure to leave a like and subscribe. Thanks to every single one of you that's left in the comments. I'll be reading them out throughout the show as well. Um, thank you to everyone that's called in live as well. Like, su- like, subscribe, and until next time, um, up the palace, keep safe, people. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.